Hello, everybody. Welcome to GaCast, the best place for all things technology, gaming, and shit posts. I'm your host, Hydrate99, and I'm joined here with Flip Alpaca and Ghostweather Game. You're finally back. Holy shit. How is everyone today? <laughs> you say that was shock. We've been in the call for 34 minutes, you fucking asshole. <laughs> well, the but audience... yeah, I'm back from my. I'm back from my hit from my hiatus and best of twenty twenty one is up. Part one is up, so go check that out. But I'm back to stay. That's good. Godcast oh. hasn't been the same without me. It certainly has recently hasn't. It literally been the awe cast for so long. <laughs> it, First <laughs> For like the past like four episodes have been the awe cast. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Uh, so much has happened with you not here. So, um, our ghost, what have you been up to? Tell the audience that hasn't really known, like, what you've been up to. I've been streaming on Twitch every single day, 9 o'clock to buttfuck whenever, and, uh, I've been uploading on YouTube. We just got done the best of 2021 part one, and, um... Now I'm back with these fuck sticks to do more episodes, which I think is a honestly a downward spiral from from my career. But uh, yeah, we're good. Nice. It's been five minutes. Yes, it has been. Um, yeah. So while we have Ghost here, um, I think this would be a good time for to see like what he's thought about some of the events that we have covered over the few episodes that he hasn't been present in. Yeah. So. So it goes. Like, is there anything in particular that stood out to you? Like, it doesn't have to be an article or anything. Was there anything that you wanted to give your input on? Be it, like something we've talked about or. Um, the last few episodes with the whole Blizzard and Treyarch deal that was going on, and the uh, whole Blizzard and Activision thing, that is something that I didn't want to touch upon. Which was, what the fuck? Like. I, I know it's already a heavy subject matter. I'm not going to dive way too into it, but, like, Treyarch, Blizzard, Activision, take care of your employees. Don't treat them like trash. Listen to them and be good humans, all right? It's not that hard yeah. for the most part. And it's funny enough to think about that. I know we're, not, we're this is not an active topic we're going to talk about. In fact, I'll mention something later on, but for the, even for the Call of Duty Vanguard deal, like, when that got unveiled properly it's funny to think how in the trailer they didn't mention activision in the trailer i know i did notice that yeah oh and if you look at the blizzard uh battle.net um blizzard um if, if you look at it it uh it, so if you look at cold war and Warzone and what the shit maintenance oh okay if you look at the pre-purchase there's no Activision above Call of Duty. If you look at Black Ops, it says Activision. Warzone says Activision. Go back to Vanguard. It doesn't have Activision above Call of Duty Vanguard, but it has it above Cold War and Warzone. It's that doesn't on. look good. I haven't played Black Ops 4 on the PC, so I can't really say. Oh, oh yeah. Modern Warfare 2 Remastered is that's the Activision logo, too. Actually, I do know Alpaca wanted to talk about uh, a prime subject. About uh, so since GTA Five is going to get a new um, 
since it's going to get a new graphics and a new, you know, generation generational launch. So, Paco, do you want to talk about the uh, controls of GTA Five? I'm I'm sorry. So since so since GTA Five is getting another generational launch for newer consoles and as well as a better better graphics update for PC, did you want to take time and talk about the controls for GTA Five? You're not saying that the the remaster will have better controls, do you? Are you? Maybe, maybe they will. Maybe they won't. I don't know. Oh, okay. Because never mind. Because I was like, I was gonna say, oh well, they're gonna fix it. Just pay another sixty dollars. Dumb fuck. Anyway. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So I also want to mention something else. Like, so last episode, I've started something where you know I wanted to see like how everyone's been interacting with technology and gaming as a whole, just to kind of make the topic seem a little bit more personal, the subject matter. So how any of you did anything that would either you bought some technology or interacted with it, like being technology, gaming, anything of the sort. I found my technology. (laughs) This little quarter inch jack. Yes. Also found. The bulletproof man. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Someone send me that, please. <laughs> Just for you, Ghost, this will be uncensored in the final cut of the episode. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I also found this thing. <laughs> this nightlight cat. I, that wouldn't surprise me if you had one, dude. If you just had it laying in your room, just like perked up as your fucking light. Shit. Um, and I found uh, other cats through images. Uh, that's a, I'm pretty sure that's a cat douche. All right, anyways, moving on. Um, all right, so, Mr. Uh, Mr. Hydro, take it away. Yeah. So for me and myself, I mean, I haven't acquired much new technology. I mean, the thing for me is that I've been playing a lot more of Humankind recently, and that's like a strategy game kind of similar to Civilization series, but it's been more like they change. It has enough intriguing changes to it that makes it like its own unique thing. It's a really cool game. I would highly, if you're into strategy games, I would highly recommend checking that out. And occasionally I'll drop in and play like, Mini motorways or mini metro or something like that. Oh well, then the recent like purchase I, had, I mean, was Doom Eternal. Hmm. Now, um, are you doing that through Game Pass? Because it's on Game Pass PC too. No, I literally bought the full game because there's a because there's a, there's a Quake sale going on. Oh yeah, it's speaking of which, I know we're not. This is not one of the things we're talking about. But yeah, we we should have thought about doing QuakeCon. That's a big thing. But the big thing they're doing for QuakeCon is that they actually announced a remaster of Quake. Ooh. That's available on Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, PC. When's that coming out? It's available now. You can get it. Oh fuck! I I might actually cop that. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, you can even get it on Xbox even. So it has like online multiplayer and shit for it. That's interesting. Yeah. 
they add like like slightly enhanced graphics and stuff really cool i would highly recommend checking that out if you're into that sort of thing i might i don't know if i'm gonna get it myself i mean if i were i would probably get it on switch even but I, it's i believe it's also available on game pass too since it's, uh, it's, it's xbox owned so yeah that's that's gonna that's gotta be fun all right so let's get started so we're changing a little bit of how the topics are enrailed this episode. So rather than doing like a, a compiled list, like we usually do, we're going for more of a round robin style this time around. So I haven't read the articles that Ghost sent me, but essentially it's kind of like I compiled a list of the articles each of us sent, but it's kind of like I'm going round robin-ish. And I kind of tried this time to kind of mesh them a little bit to keep, give some sense of flow, but at the same time, it's more or less you know, random, like a bit more round robin-ish. Where have I heard red robin? Uh, round robin. <laughs> red robin. Red robin. At the fucking mall. <laughs> uh, round robin. What's, what's round robin? And the terminology used for turn-taking. I see. Okay. I've never heard it before. Yeah. So I think the first thing that we're going to talk about today is, so... Grand. So for us, I mean, we all have the document that I sent out, including all the links to all the articles and stuff. So for this week, I didn't find much that was like tech newsy. So this time around, it's this is a fully gaming, like a pretty much a gaming focused week. So let's get on to the first topic, I would say. So our first topic here. Paw Patrol movie. I mean, that if you want to talk about that, can, but anyways. No. So our first topic for today is that Halo Infinite has certain features that won't be available at launch. Mm, yeah, that's a big one for me. So what's happening with Halo Infinite is that certain state, self certain features that were standard to the series, such as co-op campaign and the forge, won't be available for Halo Infinite at launch. Rather, they're delaying it for certain phases of the game so for instance to be able to play camp so what they're doing is that they're doing like a seasonal rotation of the of you know the multiplayer so like you know season one season two season three season four and what they're doing is that they're putting the co-op campaign as a part of season two and fours won't be a thing till season three so, and though they're dividing the season as chunks of three months. So, in other words, co-op campaign won't be a thing till sometime around three months after Halo Infinite is launched. And Forge is not going to be a thing till six months after release. That's, that's a... I mean, I can see why they're doing that. To be fair, they are, you know, still taking time out of... Out of their schedule to not only continuously help build the game, but as well as the game has been under development for since what, 2017, 2018. It'd been a little while and for them to still, you know, be struggling with the game, it would make sense why they're doing it seasonally. So they could still work on the game. So they could still work on the game progressively. And so they can still make minor tweaks and changes while still providing its content. So I'm not going to probably play the game until season two. I definitely want to play the campaign with friends. Yeah. 
So in other words, for you, like if Halo Infinite were to be launched in November, which a lot of people are saying like late November, that would mean sometime by like February, sometime at least by February, at most February, February would be the time in which that, that update will be a thing. So actually well, that's three months. So more like May, May yeah. of next year. Yeah, I, I don't mind winning. Yeah. But, however, they are taking feedback from the multiplayer beta did a while back. And they're using that to improve the AI and stuff like that. Additionally, too, I mean, while it does suck that, you know, these features are here, it, I can understand Microsoft's point of view, like, hey, listen, we have delayed Halo a full freaking year from its original launch. We can't afford another, we can't really afford another delay. So we have to push a couple things back to make sure they're up to par. Yeah. That it, that makes a lot more sense than, you know, just having it to be outright, hey, let's release the full game, all the content, despite it being buggy. I would not want a buggy Halo. No. Especially since Halo, the 343 has been on thin ice with, with fans of the series from Halo 4 and 5. Yeah. Uh, the, the most recent Halo I played was Halo 2 on the original Xbox. Which, if you get Game Pass, you could, or if you buy the Master Chief Collection on Steam, you can technically play Halo 2 on PC. I know. I plan on doing that. Which, by the way, compare, if you, if you thought Halo Master Chief Collection was shitty, it has come a long way since the launch. They've updated that thing a freaking ton. It's pretty much been overhauled. Yeah. Now, you can't play Halo 5 on PC unless you go through the whole xCloud streaming thing. But, eh, what are you going to do if you're going to catch up with Halo? Because I'm sure there's a lot of Halo you want to catch up with. And especially since a lot of people have been enjoying the multiplayer of Halo Infinite, which is rather than going for more Call of Duty style, like 4 and 5 have been trying, they're going more back toward the roots of Halo, like 1, 2, and 3. With some modern twists, like they've kept some of the modern amenities, but it plays more like the older ones. That's good, though. That's good to hear. And they've actually made the battle passes for this... Now, the Halo multiplayer, the, the multiplayer mode, just the multiplayer, is free to play. Mm. So it's it's it does, you don't have to get the main game in order to get the multiplayer. They made the multiplayer entirely free. And... What they've done is that they've actually made the battle passes permanent. Oh, I wish Call of Duty did that. Yeah, so what they did is that they made it so like once you buy a battle pass, it's permanent to your account, and you can just pick which battle pass you want to focus on. That's awesome. So it's not like, I feel like the, the progression of it is a lot fairer too. So if it's like, if you want to buy a battle pass, you can. It'll, it'll stay in your account forever. It's just that you can just level up which one you want to use. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's not a multi, it's, it's not a multi buy per season. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yes. Alpaca, do you have any thoughts on the issues with Halo Infinite missing features? Yeah. So, um, my, my only gripe with it, I guess, is just that it, it's hard to say because like, we've gotten so used to the drip feed content sort of system 
with modern like um, service games, I guess. Um, so it's a little bit less like, oh yeah, well, okay. So we're get, it, uh, just the thing of it is like COD, because like I, I only real experience with Call of Duty with with uh, you know drip feeding content stuff. It's like uh, what if we released zombies like uh, in season two of Cold War, I guess, for for example. Um, like Die Machine never existed at launch, and the zombies community was just, you know, kept in the dark for two two uh, seasons or like I guess let's say two months or maybe three. Um, I think it's gonna it's a bit of a kind of bad mark marketing decision in a way, um, in the sense that. What if you want to play a co-op campaign or like like I mean I get I understand like there's certain like things that like what, what I'm trying to say is if you if you send out a product that is half baked I guess and throw in stuff later on to make it the full package but say that that half baked thing was the full package and these are just little add-ons later it's like there's a difference between like add-ons and dlc in a way it's mm. like add-ons are like after the game is fully made and dlc is also kind of that but like i feel like sometimes we we like like i feel like they they've kind of made add-ons kind of just like what they've they've kept in the game for a long time you know yeah. like they've made dlc kind of the thing that they keep behind in the code and then work on fully later on in a sense because like with add-ons you know those are stuff that they throw in later on dlc used to be add-ons and now it's a completely different thing dlc is kind of just like what they've dripped fed throughout the seasons Right, because I remember that one of the things that I've heard, you know, some people have mentioned is that they wanted that some fans of Halo have wanted them to delay the game again, so that way they can get all those features in at launch. Yeah, but the only problem with that, I feel, is that one, they don't want to do it. Two, more money, they get to work on it a little bit more incentivized. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just like, what if you're a primarily zombies or campaign player and they just cut off that until later on and then they throw it in? It's like you got that whole thing. You get to see how the, the it'll become a thing, I guess. Right. Harkening back to what I said about Call of Duty. Right. I hear you. But would you like if you had to be in that camp, like, would you would you want Halo Infinite to be delayed again? If you have, um, if you if you had to. So for me, that's if the game is already good enough, I guess. Because like, I, like for me, I don't care as long as it's not like a prime feature. Because like, you know, a co-op comp campaign. I mean, yeah, that's a thing in Halo, I guess. But it's just like, it, I mean, it's kind of been a staple, I guess, if I remember correctly. But it's just like. I don't know. I mean, can't you just like, you know, kind of, you know, short, 
kind of short it out by like adding, you know, a second player is just a side character as an or a nondescript NPC, and at the end of when there's a cutscene, they all turn into the main character, kind of like how Black Ops Three or really any co-op sort of mode did. It was just that they are just on on the side, and then they turn into the main character, you know, and and then add in the whole like oh co-op stuff i guess because like i remember a lot of a lot of like old like uh co-op games just just do that it's just you are the main character and everyone else is a side character in your head in other people's heads they're the main character and you're the side character right i hear you i hear you yeah so i think overall it seems like yeah this is a bit of a bummer but we hope that halo infinite will you know become this amazing halo game when that time comes I don't mean to not answer it. My full answer is just I think they should release it if if it's complete as of right now, and then later on throw in everything else yeah. as an addition. But if it's a buggy mess at launch, and they haven't done it because you know blah 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 whatever, then don't release it. Yeah. Anyways, continue. Yeah. That's all we have to really say about it. I mean, overall, I mean, I do think that this is this does suck for those who are were looking forward to co-op campaign, like Ghostweller game here, who probably would want to play the story mode with like a bunch of his buddies, like live streaming on, you know, that whole thing. I mean, I'm sure what he he would probably do would be, just, you know, he would probably stream the multiplayer at launch, but the campaign he won't touch until like May. Yeah. For marketing moves, I honestly feel like even if they were to delay it again, the people that are really hyped about the game will be disappointed overall. But like if they were to add everything in, delay it, like if they were to delay it, then add everything in and have it to be a perfectly polished Halo game. Unlike the trash that uh, Hydraway was holding up to his camera. If they were to have it just a beautifully polished game and with with every feature that they could add, I feel like that would be that would be not only selling a lot more copies and it would be helping out Microsoft and and whoever is behind Halo. I feel like that would be the smarter move. But if they're going to add it to be uh, seasonal progression and seasonal events and all these other things. They could do that for the hyped players, but for the people who can understand the marketing decisions and moves that they plan on doing, I would say it is entirely up to them. Right. Do you have anything else to say about this topic before we move on to the next thing? Uh, don't cool your coffee with an Intel stock cooler. <laughs> that works, too. Right. Sorry. So our next article was something that Ghost brought up. So, Ghost. Yes. Explain to us what happened with this voice actress. Oh, all right. So let me uh let me actually pull up the article here. I am very unprepared. You were you just love to throw me on the spot, you fucking asshole. This is a round robin out there, also like. Yeah. Yeah. No. So Christine Louise. So she was a. Overwatch and Halo voice actor or actress, she was actually 
and I'm not going to make a joke about this because this is a relatively serious topic, and it does kind of affect me a little bit. Um, I understand. She was murdered, and they did catch the guy who did kill her. And overall, it is a awful thing, and she will be missed. She will be seriously, seriously missed because she played some major roles in some major games. She played Cortana in Halo, voiced Mercy in Overwatch, and her performance and 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 what she did impacted the gaming genre and and both franchises massively. So to see her gone, it is saddening, and and I haven't really none of us really talked about it um but it's it's just sad it's it's really really sad it is like i main mercy and overwatch like mercy is one of my main characters in overwatch whenever i get a chance to play overwatch mercy is one of my go-to characters all the freaking time alongside reinhardt but i love mercy's gameplay like i mean having her like you know going around the map gliding and just healing everybody just i love the character a lot and cortana is just a staple in halo you can't think of it's like sonic and tails you can't think of sonic without tails and with master chief you can't think of master chief without cortana yeah it's like so intertwined yep the voice the voice acting community honestly lost a big 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 player uh, she was 49 years of age and was murdered in the city of Rio de Janeiro or Janeiro. I do not know how Rio to pronounce de Janeiro. that, but uh, she was, yeah, just, I don't know. I don't really have words for it. Yeah. Alpaca, but, do you uh, have any thoughts on this? Um, I mean, I, I think I'm just going to say, like, uh, I mean, look at, like, the whole thing. Like, uh, I mean, I, I really wonder how they're going to replace the voice actor in Watch 2, to be yeah. honest. It's like, uh, I, I don't think they will. I honestly don't. I, I hope they don't. I think what they'll probably do is they'll do a, a popular strategy used by many games, which they'll reuse the voice clip from the original from the original recording session and just keep that going. Or if they're far enough along in development, they'll just, you know, use whatever recordings she had before this incident happened. Yeah. Apparently, I'm... it was a uh, it was a uh, inheritance sort of uh, murder, like uh, they had a. Uh... They to inherit something, I, I guess. Apparently, it um, what is it? I mean, that that sort of thing. It says um, the motive was an intent to keep the actress's belongings and inheritance after her demise, which I'm not too sure how that worked out, to be honest. And uh, I, just, I, I, you know, it's like. To me, I'm 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 terrified because this is somebody who, you know, it's just keep your, you know, 
friends close, you know, sort of thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I think Alpaca reminds us of one thing, is that the friendships that we make along the way, we need to keep them close as time goes on. Like, the like our friendship that we've had, like, you know, I mean, I'm family to Ghostweller game here. I'm his cousin. But even then, it's just, it's just reminds us we all have to stay close no matter what. Yeah. It really is. I don't want to delve into any of the specifics of this, like I did with the Activision Blizzard article, because... I mean, this is this is a deep subject, and I don't think any of us feel like wanting to go into that deep of a rabbit hole. So, no. With that being said, I want to move on to the next topic I want to bring up, and Ghostweller. Mm. This is probably one of your favorite things to come out of last week. Please don't be Doki Doki Literature Club. No, we're talking about Fortnite's new imposters mode. Oh yeah, no. So something I. Oh oh okay so. Here's what I know about this one. So, the Fortnite... Sure, Christmas. Um... <laughs> the dumbasses who decided to think, hey, Among Us, they're doing something right. Let's take what they have and throw it into Fortnite and then say it's a original idea. That was dumb. Because now Among Us devs are in battle with Epic Games and Fortnite creators, and it is just a whirlwind of, hey, I'm Spider-Man. No, I'm the real Spider-Man type bullshit. So, it is uh, definitely, definitely interesting. Yeah. Definitely. I, I'm sorry, they're, they're copying a, you know, a uh, Diet yeah. Sam's Cola version of uh, Trouble in Terrace Town or Salem uh, Witch or whatever it's called. Uh, the, the, you know, that that same sort of... Like, you can play this game in real life, you know? There's, like, a you know, the investigator. There's, like, you know, the detective or whatever. Then there's the people. And then there's the werewolf. You know, that sort of thing. Hmm. Isn't this a game that's been passed it's, around by generations? Yeah, it's literally like, it's kind of like saying, hey, um, it's like with Battle Royals, for instance, like, hey, they were Battle Royals that were around before PUBG were around. Like, exactly. they were Daisy and, and stuff like that. Before PUBG came around, and granted, a lot of that was like, you know, mods that Player Unknown had made. But this is a different case, which, like you said, Trouble in Terrorist Town. Among Us was not the first one to do it. It was the one that popularized it. Yeah, I mean, I remember playing this in, uh, fuck, like, second grade or, I believe, fourth. I, don't, I can't remember, to be honest. It, it was some point in my life. I remember playing it in school, and it was just, like, there were, like, like because it was a big class, there was, like, five killers. There was an investigator that knows the killers, and then there's fucking... Um, Civilians. The people who are trying, yeah, the civilians that are getting killed, and you have to find out who's who killers. You know, it's like, what the fuck? I mean, this is just, you know, the opposite, where like the, you know, the main goal is not not the opposite, but the civilians, like, kind of fix shit, I guess, in that game. I guess I, I can't. I've never played Among Us. I've never played an entire damn match of it. Um, yeah. Um. But practically, 
So to be completely honest, Among Us could easily look at, you know, Trouble in Terrace Town and say, hey, that's a good idea. And they did originate their own ideas, but Fortnite's like copy and paste. Yeah, I think what really gets Among Us rightfully, you know, you know, screwed over here is that like if we go down, they mentioned like how like yeah, he mentions here, like, they use the same terminology. It's one thing to, you know, do it, but it's just, like, they use the same terminology. Yeah. And that's what throws people off. Well, it, why it's, couldn't it's they the developers. Just, why couldn't have they had just, like, used the, like... Because, like, I remember in one of the seasons of Fortnite, you could go to this, like, middle sort of tower and you could go into, like, telephone booths and disguise yourself. Like, why don't you call yourself the disguised and, you know, the the uh, bots or whatever, and then there's, like, one guy who can see through your disguise. That sort of thing. Like, couldn't they have just done that? Yeah. But in the same vein, this is just a... This is a game that's been out, like, for, like, you could play it in real life sort of thing. It's like playing uh, Pong versus, you know, table tennis. Um, oh, another thing is, I think Call of Duty did the same thing, but they changed the... Uh... Well, it's called Double Agent, and it's... It's one person on the enemy team that's on the good guys team. And it's like capture the flags backwards. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, excuse me. Yeah, and they even mentioned here, like, it, like Among Us was thinking that, hey, we could have just collaborated with, with Epic instead of having them make their own modic. And they, they, one of their community managers even said, like, it would have been really, really cool to collab. Like, game mechanics, fine. Those shouldn't be gatekept, but at the very least, even different themes or terminology makes things more interesting. So it's it's exactly what we've been talking about. Like, what, it's fine that, you know, the, they use the same concept. Just why can't you just use some different themes or terminology and stuff like that? Why does it have to be the exact same thing as we're doing, pretty much? This hasn't been the first time that Fortnite has, le- that, that Fortnite has been to legal trouble after doing something like this. Right, because we have to remember what happened with PUBG, because PUBG was the copy that put Fortnite on the map. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's exactly where we're at. Because Pub, yeah, because PUBG, you know, player unknown, they were like, "Hey, listen, we were the ones that had this whole thing popularized. Why are you just all of a sudden copying us for the sake of copying our ideas?" Granted, I think in the case of the Royale. Fortnite put more effort into differentiating it than they did with Among Us here, because at least with Fortnite, they had added the building mechanic, and that's what set it apart. Yeah. But and, case, and now it's just tedious. Yeah, exactly. This is more definitely more. Yeah, this is definitely way more. <laughs> what is this? Nah. What is this? Why is there an Among Us guy in the back? is this oh fuck what is this what is this what the fuck i'm sorry to to cut you guys off but what is this what is this wow (laughs) oh great you're gonna give epic some new ideas dude i'll be careful see us 
as soon as I heard Fortnite collabs with Among Us, this is what I searched up. <laughs> I apologize. It's fine. It's fine. Um, however, uh, there have been some impressions. I don't know if you should get into them or not, but people have been saying that, uh, according to Polygon at least, they think that it's it really is just like it, it, it pretty much yeah you can see there's a review here I don't know if I want to get into it but essentially it's saying that it it shows like you know this is what I'm getting at it's just that it just plays way too much like Among Us. Like even reviewers pop point out like, yeah, this is just feels like way too much like it. And they even says that it's like I remember like I heard something about one of the search results saying, look at this. It's a worse game, but that's not the point. Actually watching streams or playing the mode itself makes the advantage very clear. It is in positive in a way better social space. So in other words, it's a worse it's better at socializing and connecting people together. But it's generally a worse game, so it's not like what the, what Epic did with Pub, the Battle Royale space, where they actually made some interesting changes to it that make it stand out on its own. This is more like we're clearly copying this thing, and it but it does it worse. Yeah. Um. Other than that, do we have anything else to add to this topic? Not really. Um. I I don't want to be talking about Fortnite garbage anymore. Hey, what if there was a Doki Doki Ledger Club skin pack for Fortnite? You'd be all over that. Where's my rifle? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, our next topic... What the fuck was that Jimmy Fallon ass laugh? You like just stop dead in your tracks, you fucking asshole. <laughs> you like, ha ha. Alright, so moving on. So for the next topic. Yeah. What the fuck was that? I'm moving on. Yeah, so our next topic is another topic that Ghost brought up. So, Ghost, mm. explain this new Warzone map at Anti Cheat since we're on the topic of new game modey sort of stuff. Absolutely. So, again, let me. Pull up the article. Um, so, practically what's going to be going on with Warzone is Call of Duty Warzone and Vanguard. So, there's going to be either a new event or something. Details are still yet to be known. But there is confirmed to be a new map coming out with Call of Duty Vanguard and Warzone. So, Sledgehammer Games has confirmed that Call of Duty Vanguard has its own new map. Not only, not only that this year's, not only that this year's entirety will finally stamp out cheaters with new anti-cheat system. Since, since it was launched in in March 2020, Call of Duty Warzone has been plagued with PC hack with PC hackers. Some even branch enough to compete in official Call of Duty and, and Activision tournaments. So since. Warzone has been released. It has had a massive, massive cheater problem. Now that Vanguard is being released, a year later, now they're putting in anti-cheat software and anti-cheat when the new map inevitably rolls around. That is so... It's late. It's a little late for that. And 
sad to say, I'm a sucker for Call of Duty. Uh, am I going to buy the new one? Most likely, but my point is, this situation could have been avoided if they added it during Cold War when that was being released and when that was being teased. All right, and that was season two. All right, and they could have easily, you know, they 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 could have easily had this whole situation done and over with. Right. So. My main question now is, is that, you know, with the allegations going on with Activision Blizzard right now, so you're definitely in the camp of you are more of separate the artist from the art from the artist more so than keep the two intertwined. And, so, and that anything that is done by the artist that is malevolent should be should not be acquired. It's not just that it's. For the point of saying, hey, Call of Duty, Azimuth and Taichi, we see that people are cheating and you guys are recognizing it. You guys are having ban waves. Why right. don't implement that software into it so it doesn't happen again? These guys must have banned over a few million players by now for cheating. Yeah. And it's and for us not to play Call of Duty and for us not to play, you know, Warzone. It it really does say a lot. Um, right. I know, for instance, Alpaca is not interested in the next Call of Duty because of the stuff that has happened with Activision Blizzard just recently. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't even. Not blame. only that, but uh, <clears throat> so it's a combination. It's uh, you know, the Activision Blizzard walkout and really all the heinous shit that's uh came out of that news. Um, but. I mean, the game itself will just be another, you know, drip-fed piece of crap, I feel. Yeah. You know, um, I, like, I've, I've seen the new mechanics. There's a blind fire mechanic. You can hold your gun around the corner, like in GTA, and spray. It won't be accurate, but, you know. And then you can slide your weapon across the table and kind of just, like, slide across the table itself while shooting, kind of like in, like, the cutscenes for some of the... Uh, some of the cards for the campaigns like you know how like you could slide across the table and kick it over and make sure it falls so you have cover that sort of shit it sounds cool but it's not caught it's not tactical you know it's it i mean it's it's not caught it's super tactical shit cod is just an arcade shooter it's not supposed to be fucking rainbow six you know yeah That's all i'm saying yeah i i actually am thinking about buying instead i'm thinking about going towards Battlefield 2042, because that game looks freaking awesome. Yeah, uh, Alpaca and I both played, and we're still kind of playing around with Battlefield 4, because Battlefield 4 was a beautifully, beautifully good game from Battlefield. And we're kind of toying around with that, and just playing with it in homage to Battlefield 2042 coming out so soon. Yeah, and honestly, I think with that game having cross-platform play too, I, if I get that game on my Xbox or PlayStation, I could actually join you guys. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to playing that. Yeah, but going back to here, like it's good they're doing an active like an anti-cheat measure, but it's just, it, yeah, yeah, I kind of agree with you guys. It does feel a little late, considering that if they implemented it during the peak of its popularity, which don't get me wrong, it's still a popular game, and even you, yourself, would still stream that game every now and then. It, but, it's not super popular, actually. It, the the players are dwindling. Yeah. Compared to, like, 
I don't blame them. I mean, considering Activision Blizzard's allegations going on recently, it just makes it even worse. Like a lot of players have been boycotting Activision Blizzard games and coverage even simply because of the stuff that's going on. Like granted, by us covering this game, we essentially are promoting Activision Blizzard already. If we had not covered this, we wouldn't even be promoting them. Yeah. Um, I do plan on picking up the new one, and I do 100% plan on playing it. It's just from Warzone to, you know, Call of Duty Black Ops, Cold War, it's going to be very touch-and-go for me to continue to play that besides me playing Zombies. It's... It's going to be super tough for me to enjoy the multiplayer again after that. Hmm. Yeah, I just, I'm not pers I'm not going to buy it. I know Alpaca definitely won't be buying it. Like I'll, I'll give it a try with the beta. Actually, no, you have to pay for it, I think, right? No, I think it's an open beta. Um, yeah, you'd have to buy a used copy. I will try it, and if it doesn't improve by a month after release, then it is... 100% a no-go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Since Alpaca me. and Ghost actually live very close by to each other, I'm sure Alpaca will just or, go, stop by Ghost Play to try it out first. Or if some douchebag comes down and puts it in the mailbox like they did with Grand Theft Auto Five a few years ago. Who the fuck would do that? I don't know. Who would? Don't point fingers. <laughs> I'm not. I'm saying some douchebag. All right. It, so could, I, it could be hey. he or she. Hey, well... This douchebag, this douchebag walked his ass in the snow for that one. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, who, who knew? Right, right. All right, so I, I'm going to shift on to the next topic now, because I don't think we have much else to say on this, so... Grand Theft Auto V, what is this porno game? <laughs> now, this is a topic I know you guys don't have much relative interest in, because considering, you know... It's a franchise you guys are not actively as involved in, but this was a pretty big deal considering the type, the franchise it is and how big it is. And that's Pokemon. Yeah, sure. It's not the it's not the porno murder simulator. <laughs> no, no, run over people. Yeah, we're it's talking banned in Australia. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> we're mostly talking about Pokemon here, and I know the two of you aren't as big into the series considering you guys one don't have a Switch mainly, but I wonder. I want to bring up Pokemon here because I I was into it and now uh, everyone thinks I'm a Gen Oneer. <laughs> I'm a Gen Threeer. Fuck. But yeah, I but I want to cover this because this was like one of the biggest news of the week, <laughs> especially considering what some of the games they showed actually has shown improved graphic, capabilities since the last time I've seen them. So. With that out of the way, I want to get going. So they ended the show off. I actually watched the entire presentation, and they ended the show off with Pokemon Legend Arceus. And what this is essentially is it takes place like a thousand years before Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, and this is going to be an open world Pokemon game. I can see they're taking notes from Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I'm showing a little screenshot here. It's an open-world Pokemon game where the idea that you're part of a survey team and you're essentially are going to create... You're essentially forming the Pokedex. Oh. And that sucks. No, it doesn't suck, actually, because there actually is combat. They actually did some changes to the game. Like, your trainer can actually get knocked out of combat. 
I was going to say, if this is just going to be that fucking Pokemon mystery dungeon Beyblade bullshit. Hold up. So you're saying that my trainer can now fight? Yeah, there are actually <laughs> scenes in which, like, yeah, your character won't punch punch things, but you'll actually be knocked out in battle. Wait, oh, so you're saying I, was... I can't kick a, uh, a uh, skitty across the map like I did in Far Cry? <laughs> <laughs> Or in Grand Theft Auto. You're, you're, you're telling me I can't roundhouse a Pikachu? What? Can't. Come on, man. Let me have some fun with the game, well, Pokemon. Well, you could technically stealth, you could stealth capture Pokemon, so you could be hiding in the grass and throw a Pokemon like, nope, you're mine. You can fucking kidnap Pikachu. Yes, you could actually do that. You Wait, can, so you can stealth kidnap a fucking... Diglett or Pikachu, that is the best thing I've ever, I, I fucking ever heard. Yeah, you can actually do it. And the battle system, there actually is a proper battle system where it is a turn-based thing, but they added, like, an agile style and, like, a strength style, so they actually are doing some different things with the battle system in general. Like, it's like, you kind of, there is a traditional battle system in the game, too. Like, but you're, like, capturing the Pokemon is, like, you stealth-capture Pokemon, but there is a traditional battle system in place. Trainer uses Chloroform. It's super effective. Yeah, it's 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 not it, it it's it makes the Pokemon series more interesting. I am looking forward to this game personally. But wait, so hold up, so so you're telling me my Pokemon trainer can't be running around with a bat and just bonk a Pokemon over the head and just put him in a Pokeball? I mean, you can do that too. Yeah. Oh. So you can like okay. if you miss a Pokeball, for instance, you can fight a Pokemon. And capture like old school like Pokemon like as you would know it. You can strangle and ground pound the fucker. Yeah, you can. <laughs> but, but, I'm getting Red Dead Redemption two vibes when you can just tackle well, your friend and beat the shit out of him. Okay, Peta will have a fucking field day. They already think that cockfighting is bad. Fucking like animals killing each killing each other is bad. No, you just go straight up to a Pokemon and you fucking murder it. Or kidnap it. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, you, you, strangle you murder and capture, or kidnap it. Well, you strangle and capture using other animals. Pokemon has already gotten several PETA controversies as it already is. This, is. this isn't new for the series. Well, that's what I'm hmm. talking about. Fucking No, PETA but this is the high event now. Yeah, and now, on top of it too, yeah. Through. So there's also, like, like I said... You're, it's it's a good looking game overall. I am looking forward to it. But there's also they also showed off more about Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, which is the Gen Four remakes that they're doing. Oh hell yeah! So the oh, right. so the remaking Diamond and Pearl. I dude, I actually played the fuck out of Diamond and Pearl. I grinded that game so heavily. I remember me and my brother played that. I had Pearl. He had Diamond, and uh, no, he had Pearl. Yeah, no, my brother had Pearl, I had Diamond, and we just, like, we got every single Pokemon. Oh my god, I missed that game. Yeah, so if, I, if I wanted to go back to it, I would probably try to get an emulator for it. Yeah, so... Yeah, so this game is actually coming out in no, on November 19th for the Switch. So, you can, if you decide to get a Switch, this is, they are, you can get not only the single version, but there's also a double pack of the game, so you can get both of them. But, this, I mean, I'm not as interested in this game as I am with Legends Arceus, because this one is a more, a very faithful remake to the original game. I definitely plan on picking up, uh, 
I, I definitely like I definitely plan on picking up a Switch sometime in the near future for me to play Pokemon uh, Diamond again. Yeah, and on top of it too, you have S- Smash Brothers Ultimate. You know. Wait, you said Faithful Recreation. Yeah, it's a faithful so, one. So, so, it's, 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 so the, the gambling won't turn into uh, flip the card bullshit. I, I can actually gamble as a child again. I think so. It's oh so, my god. I think yeah. This is the, this looks to be a more faithful remake than like say like how Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire and Heart Gold Soul Silver were, where they kind of they took the games and just matched it with the mechanics of the newer generation that they're based off of. This looks to be more like we're gonna take this game and just make it like Gen Four, like almost identically, but just improve on the graphic capabilities of the game. I see, because like um, I think I think Soul Silver was fairly decent. You know, you know, you could go back to Kanto, but there are like a few other extra things that they threw in. I they know, should but... they should remake a uh, Pokemon Yellow. They already did. They that. did. That's let's Wait, did go they Pikachu and Eevee. <laughs> I love that he just got up and he was like, "I need to find it." So oh, fuck you can now. Man. You can now get Eevee or Pikachu. So it's I'm, not just... It's not I'm going to go outside and go play Pokemon Go. Well, actually, there is news with Pokemon Go from this whole thing. So we're going to get to that momentarily. Never mind. I'm going to shoot fucking Hydra Wave in the head. <laughs> so another, they detailed some more things on Pokemon Unite, and that is their MOBA. So it's a Pokemon MOBA. Um, I don't think any of us are into MOBAs. But so we could probably skip through most of it, but they're mostly adding that they're showing off. But yeah, we're adding Mamoswine and Sylveon to the, their MOBA. Great. Yeah, no, I love Boba. I love Boba, dude. So He's great. You like Pokemon playing like League of Legends? Oh no, I was talking about Boba T. Okay. Go for one right now. But yeah, um, yes, yeah, so they show off more of their MOBA. They added some Pokemon Go news, which see these dog-like Pokemon there. Mm. Those are the legendary Pokemon from Sword and Shield. Oh, okay. So these are these guys. Like a loser. But yeah, um, they're adding that they're gonna they're adding Gen A Pokemon to Pokemon Go. Um, we don't need to really talk about Masters EX. That's just another. Yeah, they're showing up and adding more events to Pokemon Masters. Yeah, which is like, you play as trainers and stuff like that, which I don't think we need to get into it. It's a mobile game. None of us play mobile games. And they added some more stuff to their puzzle game. It's available on Switch, which is Pokemon Cafe Remix. But I felt like the two major highs of the presentation were Brilliant Diamond and Shine Pearl and Legend Arceus. Those are the two major ones. Yeah. So... I'm not going to dive into this topic more because I don't want to bore you guys to death. Um, they should have made it King of Diamonds and Harder, Mother of Pearl. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah, so it looks like when when Ghost can get his hands on a Switch, be it a Switch, regular Switch, or a Switch OLED, he's going to get his hands on freaking Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl to relive his nostalgia of those games. Yeah. Uh, besides that, Ghost. Yes. 
Are we closing out with the uh, final topic? No. The last topic, I know what that is. But explain oh. to us about the Dying Light 2 release date details. Okay, so Dying Light 2 is the game that I've been looking forward to, and if you guys have played it, uh, it is a beautifully, beautifully mastered game. So, so the developers of, if you guys don't know what it is, practically Dying Light is a game where you add parkour and killing zombies, and you mix it in a blender, and then you get this shit. So, it's from the creators who made Dead Island, and um, practically Dying Light 2 is a multi-choiced game where in the campaign you have you have different factions that you can join, you have different things that you could do, and there is every single small event impacts the environment or impacts the characters in some sort of way. So, the release date is, I think, in either October or December. December 7th. December 7th. All right. But um, it is... I'm so glad that you pulled that up. But it is a game that I've been looking forward to since 2018. And I don't know. It is literally a game that you guys... If, if it does fit your type of playstyle and if it fits... You know, if this is something that interests you guys, I highly recommend ch checking out the trailer now that it's now that it's slowly being announced and being launched. I highly recommend checking that out. But um, everything we have different monsters, we have different different types of of species of zombies and of you know, variants, and practically the game is a beautiful mix with parkour and hacking and slashing and killing zombies um i i don't really know what else to say for it the game just looks overall beautiful and i can't wait to get my hands on it you know what's funny though i mm. still remember before i gifted you the game on xbox where i was pranking you trying to think oh i'm just playing minecraft yeah i still remember that that was funny yeah i I still can't like I still play it now on PC. I still play it from time to time. I definitely got to do some videos on it because the game is just so good. I mean, for you especially, you're gonna have to stream some bit of Dying Light One to kind of show your anticipation for this new coming game. Oh yeah, no, I I definitely plan on streaming it and playing uh and playing or replaying the campaign inside missions for either YouTube or Twitch. Right, Alpaca, do you have anything to say on this, or is this just a game you're not actively interested in? So I like it. Um, I don't know much about it. I don't follow it, but I don't know if girls will like it. Then I'll go ahead and you know buy it for the co-op. Right. I mean, the only copy I really bought was Xbox, mainly just to prank Ghost. It was freaking hilarious. I still own it on my Xbox. I haven't refunded it or anything. I just haven't had a chance to play it. Mostly because it's not a game I'm actively as interested in. Because I'm not much of a horror gamer. I'm more of like, you know, RPG and strategy and fighting and racing and gamer, that sort of thing. I'm not as interested in something like this, but I may pick it up eventually, but it's not going to be at launch. You know, probably similar to how I got, you know, Dying Light 1 where it has all the content and shit in it. Yeah. It's definitely going to come out with everything and launch. It's And then they'll add stuff in. Yeah. 
I'm just gonna, I'm probably, I'd probably just wait till I get the quote unquote definitive edition for that game. Cause there are many games I would buy day one. Like if you gave me another Smash Brothers, that's a game I get day one, no matter what. Same here. Same here. But a game like this where I'm not actually interested in, I probably won't get day one. I mean, I did get Humankind day one because that was a game I was actually interested in because it was a strategy game. Like another take on civilization. I love the civilization games. So I was really interested in that game. And then, yeah, it's a really, that was a really fun game. But yeah, that was, a, it's a, I mean, overall, I mean, it's, a, it's exciting news for, especially for Ghost Weller. So it was worth talking about. Yeah. So I wanted to end off Godcast this episode with the supposed thing about Soldier Boy claiming he owned Atari. I would. You! <laughs> I wish. I. I. Soja Boy is a fucking staple of a man, let me tell you. The man claims that he owned Atari. And it's not. The punchline is there, but here's the other punchline is the fact that Atari tweeted at him saying that he didn't actually own it and that the fucking CEO of it is so-and-so but it was the fact that they responded to these allegations i couldn't help but like read the back and forth on twitter and on uh and on instagram between soldier boy and uh and atari and i couldn't help but laugh yeah the shit is too good yeah so this is this essentially is our shit post topic of the day this is but also it's more than a shit post it is the culmination of the multiple tacos and five beefy five layer burritos that have been consumed over the years of humanity I'm that has all collectively fallen into the sewer Let me and all you. the other stuff that's disgusting and uh also uh you no <laughs> if i ever see like i I really wanted, like, while I was reading some of those, like, threads, I was really hoping that that they would just go, I'm a Superman, you hoe. Or, like, hit him with something of his own line. But, oh, my God, it was just... What, why would he claim such a stupid thing? Like, he could have claimed, like, he owned I, I, Nintendo gonna... or something. But, oh, he goes, no, I own Atari. So, the story behind this is that... There was an exchange of $140 million that happened, and where they were like, hey, listen, I am going to do, we're going to do this in exchange for this. So essentially, they had, a, he had signed some sort of deal with Atari that, you know, that, you know, gave him some something. I'm not going to say exactly what it was, but it was just like, hey, we're going to sign a deal for this. But turned out what happened was is that a spot uh, someone on Twitter spotted the contract that he street that he shared on freaking Twitter. So by the way, this Twitter spots is what he said. We know that the CEO of we know that CEO of Atari is a dream job, but that honor belongs to Wade Rawson. That's what they tweeted mm. out. Now I'm not sharing my screen with you guys, otherwise I would say it. I would show you. So, is this going to be shown in the final version of the podcast? I'll watch it's it. It's okay. 
but yeah, I, I honestly think he's kind of. I, I think Soldier Boy has a bit of a screw loose, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think he needs a bit of help up there. I, I think someone should uh, Superman that. Like, I'm not even being, you know, sarcastic or funny. It's just like I think he literally needs some help. Yeah, <laughs> he's not right. It's it's what happens when you run out of fame and run out of ideas. You just run with anything. I know. Like does everyone, here's, here's the thing. Does anyone remember the Soldier Game consoles from like a few years ago? That whole controversy. That's damn exactly it, was, what I'm talking about. Damn it! Fuck! I was gonna say, is it because he didn't get his Soldier console out? Is is this why he's signing a contract with uh, Atari? Is is it so he's still trying to fucking make that thing? Yeah. So the thing is that Soldier Boy claimed that the deal he had with Atari was involving shares of the company. But it actually is not shares of the company. So it was exchange for Atari tokens, which is Atari's cryptocurrency. <laughs> so essentially, he thought he was getting... So essentially, he thought he was getting share. He was buying... They were exchanging shares of the company, which could have made, you know, our good friend Soldier Boy, the CEO of Atari. But instead... That he shared a contract thinking that's what he was, but someone on Twitter spotted, no, he, he was acquiring Atari co- tokens. What the fuck? Okay, <laughs> look, it goes, well, look, it goes, oh, he's fucking dead. He's dying. He looks like a fucking cherry. <laughs> he looks like Pepto Bismol. Anyway, um... <laughs> This fucking guy. So he signs a contract, not even fucking reading it. He's like, oh yeah, I'll get I'll get shares. No, he gets a fucking like some worthless ass cryptocurrency <laughs> that isn't gonna be popular for the next fucking forty years or something. <laughs> like, let me look at the total value of Atari tokens it per US dollar. Okay. Atari token. <laughs> Hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up, hold up. This motherfucker, this motherfucker's like, yo, do, yo, are these Chuck E. Cheese coins worth anything? And signs a contract. Oh, fuck me. This motherfucker basically sold a shit ton of fucking Chuck E. Cheese tokens and they gave him a gift. Oh my god. Hold on a goddamn second. Okay, so. Oh my Atari god. Atari What is the US dollar to total today. Okay, so um it peaks at um <laughs> it peaked at almost on like a little under seventy five cents on May fourth. And then it, it's right now it is worth uh, August twenty second, twenty twenty one at five forty five Oh seven PM price is worth zero point zero five five thirty-eight. Yeah, it's not much. Like literally they he was like, Hey, we're gonna exchange like this for like a hundred forty million dollars worth of Atari coin. So this motherfucker bought a hundred and forty dollars so worth exchange- of Atari coins? So literally it was an exchange of money for a hundred forty million dollars. Worth of Atari coin. But how did he claim he was CEO? How did he, that come out of that? Actually, the most important question is, 
How did he misread the freaking contract to think that he was CEO? Like, that did, That must have been a huge ego trip. My God. It's one thing with the shares, because maybe they worded a bit, you know, um, a bit someone, weirdly. But to think that you're the fucking CEO, the owner of Atari, and the fucking, you know, all that shit, you have to, to like, be skimming over it. Someone beamed him over the head with the fucking console. You have to have Fallout New Vegas head injury to misread it. Right. And what makes it more interesting is the fact that, you know, he was thinking that, hey, um, I'm going to sell my Soldier Game thing. Now that I'm CEO of Atari. No, he's not CEO of Atari. He just owns a bunch of Atari tokens. That's like buying $1.8 million worth of Chuck E. Cheese tokens. Yeah. And literally, it's like... And look at the, look at the, what this guy says. It says Atari tokens on the contract he's shot in. Not Atari share in the company. Atari tokens are their cryptocurrency, like a Bitcoin competitor. So a promo deal they wanted to pay with their own crypto. Nothing to do with shared ownership. So it looks like Atari wanted to promote. Yeah. But... They, Go to someone who gives a shit, not Soja Boy. Soja Boy was dumped on his head or maybe thrown. <laughs> I highly recommend going to, like, I don't know, advertising it. Besides going to someone who tried to make their own console looking like, you know, E.T. Extraterrestrial, the game. Right. Someone who was committed, like, you know, um, piracy in a legal place where piracy is an illegal thing. Um... Don't go to them to say you're, you know, just to, you know, like, not only that, but go to somebody who's actually relevant nowadays. Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy I haven't heard of since fucking, you know, his, his song back in 2006 or something. I can't fucking remember. You know what? I, you got me guys thinking. There's a parody I remember watching back in the day for Rebecca Black's Friday, and the whole joke was that... It was the music video of Friday playing, but at the end, it was that's the car falling off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> and the parry, so like, obviously, they're I'm falling off a cliff on Friday. <laughs> it's like, Friday, Friday, da -da -da -da, Friday, Friday, more, 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 and then the car just flies off. <laughs> it it's just an instant clip of uh, Thelma and Louise after the car flies off the fucking cliff. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, uh, wh why go to Soldier Boy? Like, I'm pretty sure, like, what? I'm so confused on why Soldier Boy went to them or they went to him. And they're like, hey, he's kind of relevant. <laughs> Absolutely not. The man. All right, number one. Soja Boy, he he's a human chandelier if you see him walk around with jewelry. Number two, the man tried to make his own gaming console, making it look like a ripoff of every single console, and as well as the motherfucker probably played E.T. in like Cyberpunk and said that it was a good game all the way through. I like that. There's something wrong with that. Yeah, I played last gen Black Ops 3. 
Uh, yeah, he probably would. It was like, wow, this Call of Duty game is really cool. I'm so glad that the fucking uh, bullpup gun, the arm is going through the fucking gun itself. <laughs> Actually, well, even better, if he did play Cyberpunk, he played on an Xbox One VCR and had the thing run at 15 frames a second. While also using, um, also running like, uh, he also uh, has dinner plates on the top of his Xbox. Yes, he put his fucking dinner plate on top of the Xbox. Not only that, but he is running, like, probably Spotify in the background. <sighs> and he's running at 1080p instead of 720. He was running that in a party with 60 people. Right. I would love to see someone just, like, make, like, a clip where he just says you, and it just doesn't stop. Just... You and it just keeps going for like fifteen minutes. You know, right. um, I was actually thinking of doing that. Please. I, actually, let me look that. Look, see if it's. That will be my outro for now on. You, but it goes on for ten hours. <laughs> actually, alpaca, you're the master of shorts. Make that a short. Yeah. And make that a ten-hour short. Oh my god. Fucking uh, boy. Do we have anything else to say on the topic? Oh, Please. fuck. What the fuck? I just dropped a Lamborghini, huh? <laughs> Soldier Boy Eternal. The only thing they fear is you. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck is this? Alright. Well, I think that's going to do it for the fucking episode. Yeah, I was going to say, shall we end the episode here? I need to fucking. If you don't come back, we don't blame you. Right. <laughs> This fucking session is cursed. Don't don't play this because it's copyrighted probably, and you know Social Ball already hates us for what we said. So uh, don't play it in the, the Godcast. If, if I get Twitter DMs from Soldier Boy, dude, I'm gonna be excited and disappointed. You'll be surgically struck. <laughs> yeah. Um. By by like the Chinese factory where he got the uh, Soldier Boy games from. Right. <laughs> All the right. Soldier Cast. He jumps in. Just renames it his. Oh my god. He's gonna buy our bo- podcast for like 20 bucks and rename it and then he's gonna be like he's, oh. he's gonna buy it with those fucking Chuck E. Cheese coins. <laughs> 75 cents a coin. <laughs> motherfucker, better have, motherfucker better have like 50,000 of them. Oh, fuck yeah. wrong thing. Alright. 10,000 for him. <laughs> Uh, do you have anything else to say on the matter besides? Um, no, we're good. Let's just fucking end it. My God. All right. So you have editing to do. Patrick dancing the soldier by. All right. Seven seventy two p. So our comment of the day in the last episode of Godcast was nothing. We don't have a comment of the day. So if you like what you see, um. Just please like us on, you know, you know Twitch like TV slash Ghostweller game. That, uh, Twitch false. TV slash Wiffle Pocket game. That too. Uh, just like Twitch our TV videos on slot, Yeah, just like us. Slash video. Moonshadow 500, Hydrowave 99. TTV slash Soldier Boy. Um, RGB LED. Skinny P69. Mm, yeah. TTV. That's probably a real fucking user. I shouldn't say that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, we don't have a comment today. So guys, if you like what you saw here today, uh, just like our videos on YouTube, also subscribe to our channels and 
you know, follow us, you know, follow Ghostwaller on Twitch, and like I said, follow us on YouTube, uh, subscribe, join us on Discord, link to which is in the description. I'm HydroWave99. I'm Fluffalpaka. Fuck you guys. All right. The default son! <laughs> and until then, we'll see you all next time. Bye, everyone.